This message is for all of the black women out there listening, okay? I want you to hear me. You, black woman, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of respect. You are worthy of care and dignity and protection, okay? Every single solitary black woman out there, I am speaking to you, all right? And again, if you are not a black woman, like I have said on the pod before, I I can't do nothing for you, baby. <laughs> I can't do nothing for you. Give a fuck a lot of haters, motherfucker. It's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Ain't gonna give me run no broke shit, that broke shit get old. Ain't gonna give me run no hoe shit, these hoes get too bold. I'm allergic to that no shit, my wrist game on cold. I might paint my coupe white just to match with my toes. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, episode 23 of Black Explaining. Um, I'm so excited to be back after my mini hiatus, after my long hiatus, because I was going the fuck through it, okay? I think I already talked about my long hiatus, got sick, got in a car accident, blah, 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 okay? You guys know what's going on in my life. Um, the mini hiatus was because of no valid reason. I literally just forgot that I had a podcast. All right. I was just out here day to day. No microphone, no garage band, no MacBook, literally just vibes. And when I tell you it was honestly like, I'm like, this is good living right here. Like this is good fucking living. Cause as soon as I opened my Mac, I typed in my little password and I opened up these motherfucking apps. They want to act a goddamn fool. So Oh, it was good living to not have to deal with this nonsense. But I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be back on the airwaves. I say that like I have like this massive following. There's like 10 people that listen to my podcast every week. But you know what? That's okay. Because honestly, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like even if like my podcast is not like the super popular, like, oh, like hundreds and thousands of people listen or whatever the case may be. Like I'm really just excited that I'm like putting myself out there enough to like publish something that I'm proud of that I like doing and that like I really enjoy creating so I'm so thankful to everybody that listens and for everybody that comes back and returns for everybody that tells a friends for everybody that likes the posts on Instagram Facebook Twitter wherever you see it like I'm I am actually like so legitimately thankful for you so um now that we're past that sentimental moment no i'm just saying guys but um there's been so much going on there's so much exciting stuff that has been happening in my life y'all know i love to do a little check-in you know overall i'm like half okay and half not okay but that is like a fence that i have been straddling my entire life so like all in all i'm like fine um There's been so much excitement, like I said, going on, like my sister got married, you know, in exactly 351 days, my other sister gets married. Like there's just so much exciting things going on. Like my family is expanding. I guess I have like a brother-in-law now or some other shit. I don't know. Uh, Shout out to all these niggas that I'm related to now because my sister just got married. Um... Shout out to all the niggas I'm going to be related to next year because my other sister's getting married. And I was literally like, I'd be talking to my mom and she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like our family's expanding. Your sisters are getting married. Like there's so many, you know, add-ons to the family. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause they, I, like they be looking at me how low key fucking shady. Like, uh, what are you going to do? Not a goddamn thing not a goddamn thing i'm not in no rush i'm not in no hurry i'm chilling i'm living i'm vibing <laughs> what's that sound in the good man and we be vibing i am chilling okay i'm not in no rush i'm not in no hurry y'all okay because another part of the update 
I rejoined the world of online dating. Like I said on my Instagram story the other day, if you voted for me to join dating apps again, you're going to have to run that motherfucking fade. All right. You're going to have to run the ones because you owe me a fucking fade, bitch. Because like, why would y'all do that to me? I got back. What did I get back on? I got on BLK and Hinge. BLK, first of all, the ghetto. The absolute fucking ghetto, y'all. I, I, when I tell you I didn't meet a single person of substance on that motherfucking app, y'all. So then I'm like, okay, let me try Hinge. And like, I like Hinge a little bit because it does make you like kind of show a little bit of some personality. Like you got to answer some prompts. You know, you can also add prompts to videos or your pictures. You can add voice notes. So I like that like Hinge, you know, makes you show a little bit of your personality. When I tell you these niggas are just fucking uh, snakes in nice outfits. And also like the idea, because the one thing I don't like about Hinge, y'all, is that like you have to send a like, you know, like on BLK, on Tinder, on Bumble, like you... You don't know if somebody likes you until like you activate the match because you have liked them as well. So, you know, you could swipe right on them and they could swipe, what is it, left on you because they don't like you and like neither of you are none the wiser. But on Hinge, I'm like, oh, I like him. I send him a like and he like gets the like, he gets the ick from me and he's like hell fucking no and that does not sit right in my spirit. Like you're gonna look at me and be like, uh, bitch, no. Nigga, what? Who the f- And cause these niggas really, like, Hinge really be gassing the fuck out of these niggas, right? Cause I be going to my standout section. And first of all, y'all, I, y'all saw this on my story too. I did not know that when you go to standout, like, you send, like, a super, like, I thought it was just, like, the people who they, like, Hinge thought you would be the most compatible with. Like, oh, you have the most likelihood of being compatible with this. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to send a like. It's a fucking super like. So now I have to go down to the social security office and change my name and my fucking identity and go on the fucking run and enter the witness protection program because you sending a nigga a super like? In this economy, baby, never, baby, never. So now I'm embarrassed. In addition to being embarrassed, the fucking super like that I sent to this nigga does not like get a response. So this nigga get a super like. I'm and like when I tell you like if I get a super like on like any of the apps, I'm just like this is a little thirsty. You know what I mean? Like, so now he thinking like this bitch thirsty as hell and he thinks he's got the upper hand. And so he's probably like, you know what? I'm too fond of a nigga to be fucking with a bitch like this. And nigga, (laughs) okay, you niggas, look, when I tell you some of these niggas that be on hinge thinking they are sliced fucking cheese, baby, I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole, okay? Cause y'all, this and all my friends know this the saying that I've been saying for like three weeks now. My nigga, like some of you niggas that be sliding in my messages, getting all greasy and all slimy, thinking you all smooth as shit, baby. I wouldn't fuck you with somebody else's pussy, baby. I wouldn't. I'ma say that again. I wouldn't fuck you with somebody else's coochie, baby. Don't ever in your life. I don't ever in your life. Clearly, I'm offended. (laughs) Okay. Clearly, I'm fucking offended. And then on top of that, the likes that I'm receiving, y'all, y'all, 
these greasy ass niggas, right? See like the prompts and stuff that I have in my profile, prompts that are about like traveling, prompts that are about like, you know, learning and like uh, growing and stuff like that. And niggas want to say shit like, niggas want to challenge you on that. Like, oh, well, what makes you have this perspective? Don't piss me off, okay? Don't fucking do it. All right, because, like, I know, and you know, and we know, and you know I know, and I know you know I know, all right, that you low-key can't fucking read, all right? That's why there's so many fucking typos in your bio, and who am I but a girl with a smartphone on the internet? So I'm not sitting up here correcting nobody, but if you coming at me sideways because you feel like my prompts are too masculine or whatever the fuck... I want you to kiss my ass. So y'all, yeah, the likes that I were getting were disrespectful. And then this like, if you, oh y'all, I'm just, I'm getting mad all over again. Cause like niggas do not understand compatibility. You know what I mean? So if we're, if you're like, oh, I think she's physically attractive. I think you have a nice smile. I'd like to get to know you, right? So we're talking and you're like, oh, well, you know, I want to get married and I want to settle down and I want to be settled. And I'm like, and I tell you that I consistently run the fucking streets like a possum every fucking chance I get. And you're like, yeah, I want to settle down and I want to be in one place and, you know, I want to build a home. That's not compatibility. (laughs) Okay. So you're over here trying to make fetch work and fetch is never going to fucking work, right? right okay so yeah and that's the thing y'all like these niggas are like and granted I'm not on hinge just looking to be like fucking and ducking right I am like trying to get to know people like have good have conversations and you know like date so that I can like you know potentially turn into something long term you know not not going with no flows because could never be me but literally just like having conversations, you know, setting things up, woo, woo, woo. Like I, and these niggas are like, oh, well, we can make this work. No, the fuck we can't. Like I said, if you in here talking about some, you want to build a home and you want to start a family and I'm out here talking about like, uh, nigga, I am in the streets. Okay. I'm in the streets. Like I'm a crosswalk. I'm, that's how in the streets I am. And you talking about some, you want to be home and you want to be chilling. We're not compatible, you know, like, and that's the thing. Like I have never proclaimed to be a homebody. I, I'm an introvert, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you got me there, but I'm not a homebody. I do not want to sit in the house and I don't want to just like lay up under you. Okay. I want to do stuff. Even if I have to do it alone, I will do it every time. One of my sisters, one of my friends text me, where am I? Who fucking knows? That's why I don't share my location with anybody right now because I am always somewhere I am not supposed to be. <laughs> always. So I, I, I don't get it. So like I said, niggas do not understand compatibility, right? Or if we're saying that like, oh, well, you know, I have like strong religious values and, you know, I, I value people who like, you know, not necessarily want to be in church every weekend or anything like that, or, you know, want to be in Bible, you know, but if I'm saying that, like, I have these strong religious values, and you're like, oh, well, I don't really know, like, 
if I believe or, you know what I mean? Like, cool, you know what I'm saying? But if it is important to me, then, you know, there's probably no way for us to find common ground there specifically. And especially when they compound, like, I'm religious, you're not religious. Like, I'm a traveler, you know, you like to, you know, stay local. I'm, you know... Uh, whatever the fuck, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that is often out and about and you just want to, you want somebody that sits up and lays up under you. Or especially if you're like, oh, my love language is physical touch. I will smack your hand. <laughs> and this is the, this is also the issue that running is these, some, somebody that taught you niggas love languages and you won't shut the fuck up about them. Okay. My love language is not physical touch. Okay. I was raised by a touchy-feely mama. I got touchy-feely ass family members. And like, please back up, okay? Please back the fuck up. Don't touch me. Don't even look at me too hard, all right? Like if I'm out with a nigga, like I don't wanna be holding your hand, like stand maybe five feet in front of me, all right? And I'm gonna be back here chilling. Like stop trying to touch me, okay? I, I'm not a fan. So other things like this, we're not compatible. And like, cause, and don't even get me wrong, y'all, because y'all know this, I'm an honest ass bitch, right? So I be up here, I, I be owning up to my stuff. Like I was just talking to my sisters about this the other day. I be tricking a little bit, y'all. <laughs> I promise you, I be tricking a little bit. Like if I like you, I fuck with you. Like I'm going to pay for some things. I'm going to cash out. You know, you're going to get some little gifts from me. I'm going to make the effort to like come see you if you're like in a different location. Like I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. Like <laughs> you, you, I'm flying into a city that's like an hour away from you. And it's like the middle of the fucking night. I'm gonna go to enterprise. I'm gonna rent a car and I'm gonna drive to you. You know, like I'm just a little bit y'all. Okay. That's me. All right. If I like, if the energy is reciprocated and sometimes even when the energy is not reciprocated quite as motherfucking kept you, 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 I'll be tricking a little bit and you know, like all of the people who are important have said, it ain't tricking if you got it. And I got it. So I don't mind. But like, so I'm not even saying that like, I'm not willing to show like the the energy back. I'm just saying that like, you niggas just don't be showing it in the fucking first place. You know, like, um, I didn't sit the like, you don't activate, like now we match and you're not fucking saying nothing. Or like, you just like, hey. Or like, I'm saying like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm good. Good, good. You know, what are you up to? You have any plans for this weekend? No. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Well, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, chill, be on the game. Okay, okay, well, what do you do for work? Uh, I, I drive a forklift. Okay, nigga, is this a fucking conversation or is it an interrogation? And if it's an interrogation in that motherfucking case, nigga, where's the money? Since, since I'm out here interrogating you, where's the money? Point me to the motherfucking safe. Because don't. So yeah, like, and like I... Or y'all, the other end of this is that, oh, I will be like fucking two days into a great conversation. You know, we're compatible. We have similar interests. We have similar backgrounds and we're just 
vibe. Oh yeah. Oh, you're into that. Oh yeah. Oh, you traveled there. I went there last year at the time of my life. Oh, you like to do that. Like, oh, my people love to do that. Like, oh my God, you have three sisters. I have three brothers. Like, oh, big families are great. And then boom, radio fucking silence after two goddamn days. And here I am just being like, what the fuck did I do? You know what I mean? And like, that's so crazy. Cause I'm not saying that anybody owes me anything. Like you don't owe me an explanation. You don't owe me communication. You don't owe me anything, but it's just like, God damn. You know what I mean? Like you really be thinking like, Oh, this is great. This could go somewhere. Like boom, nothing. Or the stuff that like, you know, we going on fucking four weeks. We done been talking to each other and you just want to sit here and talk all day. And then the moment I'm like, Oh, we should meet up. You're just like, yeah, we should link. I am too goddamn old to be sitting in cars in front of motherfucking houses listening to music or whatever the fuck smoking whatever the fuck you niggas want to do when whenever you trying to link all the time i'm too old to do it i promise you okay and you other niggas that are just trying to get me to come back to your place oh yeah we can link why don't you come to my place why don't you come to my place i'm gonna start taking shit all right you're gonna come home or you gonna come out the fucking bathroom and I done took all your fucking copper piping, all right? You you gonna come out the motherfucking bathroom and your 55-inch Samsung QLED is gone, all right? I done stole your TV, your mattress, all of your good forks, all of your left socks and your dog, all right? Now you only got right socks. No dog, no TV. What you gonna do? Nothing, all right? I'm start stealing from you niggas because I'm sick and tired of it. No, I don't wanna go to your house. No, I don't wanna sit in your car. No, I don't wanna link with you while you with your homie so y'all can smoke and play the game. I don't wanna do any of this. I'm too old. You're too old. Also, what the fuck is with you 40-year-old ass niggas talking about some hit me up on Snap? For what? For What? I used to send Snapchats to niggas when I was 16 and I couldn't have a record of this little freaky sneaky stuff that I was saying as a fucking teenager because my parents was checking my phone all the time. I'm grown as hell. Nigga, if you don't put that dick in the text messages, (laughs) I'm saying whatever you got to motherfucking say, you are old enough to say it on the record. We, you 40, I'm old. We both grown. We both old as hell. Like what the fuck are we sitting here sending snaps for? Cause I promise you, I get a snap from a 40 year old man that just says streak. I'm driving to your house and I'm gonna hit you upside your head with this phone. You're too goddamn old. All right. Don't send me a Snapchat. Don't ask me to send you a Snapchat or a snap video or none of that shit. All right. I, it's not happening. Auntie ain't, I don't have Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat and I won't be downloading it for anybody. Snapchat is for the children. And we need to leave it for the children. Additionally, why do you niggas, y'all always talking about us, right? Niggas are always talking about some old oh, women just let them show up their bodies. And ooh. I need y'all to put y'all fucking nipples away. Especially out of context nipples. What the fuck? Okay, sure. You taking a progress pic, you in the mirror at Planet Fitness. Sure, that is contextual nipples. But why the fuck are you just in the middle of your mama living room with your shirt off and, you know, the leopard print mirror she got to match her little circular sectional? Put your fucking shirt back on. Why did you just bust your nipples out? For what? For what? 
For what? Ain't even got no fucking lotion on. Nipples is ashy and they out of context. You want to be? Sure. Contextual nipples. Like I said, at the gym? Sure. Contextual nipples. You, you, you taking a dance class and it's warm. So you take your shirt off so you can just, you know, have that cool breeze. Sure. Contextual nipples. But why the fuck are y'all nipples out all the fucking time? Put your nipples up. Nobody wants to see them. All right. I, and y'all like pull, I feel like an old ass lady. Like I don't want to see your draws in this picture. Like. Come on now. Like, all right. Ethicas are $24.99 a pair. Like, you, this is not showing me that you have access to luxury. It just shows me that your ass hangs out of your pants. Come on now. Let the churn have that, all right? Sure, I be seeing the churn. They be walking around, you know, they ass hanging out their pants. Whatever, okay? I don't judge. The churn can do whatever the churn want to do, all right? But you, sir, are 38. You are a CPA. And I am pretty sure this is a dress code violation if you wore it to work. So please put your ass back in your pants. Didn't Betty Wright make a song? Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. I don't care how cute it is. I don't want to see your butt. I feel like an old ass lady. I feel like an old ass lady because I'm like, this is a dating profile, right? Don't you want to put your best foot forward? Like, I really don't care what you got on at the club. I really don't care what you got on, you know, you in the streets, you with your homies. Like, I don't care. But on your dating profile, like, I want to see what your best foot is. Oh, because me? That, that's a bad bitch on my dating profile. That's a bad bitch. If you have ever run into one of my fucking profiles, yeah, that bitch is bad. And you niggas are just, you just look bad. That's what I'm, anyway, online dating has been terrible. And every single solitary one of you niggas that told me to do it, I got something for that ass. (laughs) Don't let me catch you nowhere, all right? Because I'm going to shoot that bitch up. How about that? (laughs) Fucking sick of y'all. Oh my God, y'all. But I really don't know what I'm going to do because I don't meet niggas in real life. I don't meet niggas in real life. I don't meet niggas online. I don't meet niggas anywhere. My mom's always like, oh, come to church with me. What, so I can meet a 60-year-old nigga? No. I'm just like, and my dad's just like, oh, well, you know, uh, what about your friends? I'm so sorry to say this about my friends. I'm so sorry. Like, I love you guys so much. My male friends specifically. And I'm not going to say all 60%, 50% of them niggas like white women. Nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it, y'all. As much as I have tried to radicalize every single one of them, they still like white women. And I, you know what? I, out of my control. All right. Out of my motherfucking control, y'all. I'm so sorry. But, um, I don't know what to do. And like, you know, my other sisters my cousins they don't they don't know no niggas I don't know no niggas we none of us know no niggas all right we and and then y'all because there is also the group of niggas that have like fucked people I know and like people I know pretty well and they'll be like hey you know I'm trying to get to know you no (laughs) no 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 you made a choice playboy 
You're going to have to lay in that bed. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to lay in it. No, thanks. Um, Going to move on. But, yeah. Um, online dating is terrible. Dating in general is terrible. Men are terrible. Everything's terrible. On to the next topic, okay? Because speaking of terrible men, y'all, the discourse the last couple of weeks, respectability, protection, you know, blah, 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 expression, it has been exhausting. Now, let me just start this by saying that, you know, I, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, every single solitary black woman is deserving of care, dignity, respect, protection, love, point blank period. No contingencies, no if, ands, or buts, no comparisons, no analogies, just face value, period, deserving. All right. Um, secondarily i want to say that we are damned if we do we're damned if we don't right okay like if we exist in a way that is respectable they talk they don't like nobody likes that if we exist in a way that is expressive or you know that shows us in a way that is fun or whatever the fuck you know then we're not respectable we there we're damned if we do we're damned if we don't so i feel like you know black women trying to please anybody especially black women trying to appease the white imperialist patriarchy is you know it is always going to be to no avail and there is a post on my instagram story as we speak right now that says that black men are some of the largest or some of the biggest conduits of white supremacy because they adopt those principles especially of respectability when it comes to you know femininity but never to masculinity is always to femininity you know you have to be uh, you have to act a certain way. You have to be respectable. And you have to present your certain, yourself in a certain way to be feminine and to be respectable and to be deserving of respect, care, and protection. Um, all principles of the white imperialist power structure, might I add, because black men, like I have said on this exact here pod before, do not desire to be liberated. They desire to be empowered. They want to be white. They don't want to be leaders. They want the proximity to whiteness that is afforded to them when they get up on these platforms and they spit this repackaged white supremacy. You know what I mean? That's that's what they want. They want they want to feel that power. And it's so crazy to me because it does not benefit them either. You know what I mean, y'all? Like I know you guys have seen the sexy red discourse. I will not repeat it. Um, Y'all already know what the fuck I got to say. You already know how I feel about the situation because that's the kind of stuff I talk about on the podcast all the time. Like no matter how we act, we always going to be too motherfucking black. So there's no sense in me sitting up here being like, oh, and the white supreme, it doesn't matter. We always going to be too black. Like it's never respectability. It's the fact that our black asses are black and we think we can do whatever we want. Um, So... There, there's never going to be anything we can ever do about that like whether sexy red is out here you know shaking her ass in the club or finding a cure for cancer she's always going to be too black and you know the same goes for all black women you know because they fucking talk about michelle obama like a dog and all she was trying to do is put the little healthy vending machines in the school so the kids can eat healthy so they can have them a, a, a low-fat skim milk and they can have them a vegetable. They can have them a little peanut, peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's all she wanted to do. And they dragged her through the mud. They called her masculine. They said she was a man. They drummed up articles talking about so she was, you know, a, a, a trans person and all of this bullshit. And Michelle Obama attended a prestigious Ivy League university because you know what? The problem is that we're too black. All right. So we've covered that we're going to continue to move on um 
the problem with this discourse is like I said it is repackaged white supremacy and that's what black men have been doing for 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 decades for 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 as long as I can remember and you know to swiftly move on you know to the two young women that were attacked for rejecting men's advances it is because in you know the culture of misogyny men are never told that they need to um manage their emotions and they are never told that you know they need to avoid violence they are always you know their comfort is always prioritized over you know the safety of women you know I've said these things on the podcast before, you know, you're familiar with my feelings on them. So I don't feel like I need to reiterate unless y'all want me to let me know. But um, yeah, because of the culture of misogyny, because of the culture of the white imperialist patriarchy that men are never told to stop being violent. Women are always just told to like, you know, toughen up, you know, arm yourselves, be more vigilant. Woo, woo, woo. I don't know, defer to men's protection, stuff like that. And it's ridiculous because even the most respectable quote unquote, and I'm saying like, I'm doing the air quotes, y'all, even the most respectable of women can still be harmed by men because men just want to bring harm to women. One young man I saw on the news murdered his teacher. She was exactly where she was supposed to be. She was teaching. You know what I mean? Because the problem is not that we are not presenting ourselves in a way that is not respectful or deserving of protection. And it's always because men don't want to protect us because they want to bring us harm. Like I said, I have talked about it before. I'm going to move on because I feel like the impact of this discourse is that women are just starting to feel more guarded. This, this circles back into everything that I have ever talked about. Like, you know, I, it is hard to build like relationships with men. It is hard to like, you know, um, find men that you are compatible with because like men are very very radicalized by the culture of misogyny and the you know the the power structure of the white imperialist patriarchy because you know they want to feel what it is like to be in power and that's the thing like black women as um participants in the movement have usually always sought liberation especially through intellectual development like Black women are the highest educated. Like we seek degrees, we seek education, we seek higher learning as a means to liberate ourselves. But black men want, you know, to tip the scales in their favor. And those are very two different (laughs) outcomes that are being sought. And I think that's the problem. Like I, there is this like invisible gender war and I won't like, I will say that there is some merit to like the discourse that is different amongst, you know, males and amongst, you know, women. But I also think that, you know, collectively, you know, black people are, you know, they they are trying to figure it out and, you know, whatever the case is. But, you know, like black women are usually the ones doing it for them. And that is where... It gets a little tricky. It gets a little difficult because like, are we just expected to fix everything or I don't know. To circle back to the young women who were attacked for rejecting um, men's advances. I just want to say that y'all are some hoe ass niggas. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Okay. I am. And this is a shameless plug for myself. You guys have heard the stories that I've told on this podcast. I have squared up with niggas. I have squared up with women. I have faced off with police 
over myself, my friends, strangers, okay? And I would do it all again, all right? Y'all are just some whole ass niggas. Like, my, me and my, like, group of, like, five, three friends, cousins, sisters, whatever, have faced off with niggas who are six, two, six, three, three, three hundred, three fitted. All right, because men are violent, because they are crazy, and because no one ever holds them accountable. And we have done everything in the book. They're like, oh, well, you need to get some help. We've done that. Gotten security, gotten the police, whatever we needed to do, we've done it. But we have always stood 10 toes down behind each other. You niggas is just hoes. And I, like, that's fine. Like, you can be a hoe-ass nigga. Like, I just need you to admit it. Like, don't be out here trying to be like, well, I ain't trying to put my life on the line because I have seen niggas, like, get, go to, like, a car, get a gun to, like, shoot a nigga because he stepped on his shoes. You know what I mean? I have seen, I wish you guys could see the gestures that I'm doing with this eye and with this eye. You know, niggas like jump another nigga, right? Because, you know, he says something crazy on Instagram. You know, little pink box app on your phone. Whole ass groups of niggas, right? Will jump a nigga. Right? Uh, Are you following me? Because he's got on the wrong colors. Okay, might I add, in a neighborhood that you're renting in, willing to die for, color-coordinated also, and boom, life on the line. But now when it is, you know, advantageous for a woman, you know, in the protection of a woman, it's... Oh, I don't want to put my livelihood on the line. You niggas are some hoes, and I just need you to stand on that. Because in every instance where I have seen something, my sisters have seen something, my friends have seen something, they have said something. At, you know, to their detriment in some cases. Because men have, like, you know, then diverted their attention to them or tried to attack them or tried to, you know, like, be violent or aggressive with them. In every single solitary instance, as a matter of fact, I have been in like mixed groups where it's like me and my female friends and then our male friends and like a male will approach us or a male will approach one of my, you know, female friends and like, you know, try to be violent or aggressive with her. And it is not the men that stand up. It's me. It's my other female friends. You know what I'm saying? Y'all some whole ass niggas. And that's fine with me. Like, I just, I want us to be very, very fucking for real about it. And I also like you know, want us to be open and honest about it. Like, let's just be transparent. Like, you know, when we look back on, you know, uh, bitch nigga gate in future years, I just, I, I want us to be like, uh, like super, super honest about it, you guys. And that's just all I wanted to say about that. Because like, y'all know my stance on standing in the defense of black women. So I don't feel like I need to go any deeper because like my content speaks for itself, right? Y'all know what the fuck I stand 10 toes down on, right? 
So anyway, um, I want to circle back to just like the topic of like, what is masculinity, right? Because like at the, at the core of all of this discourse about protection and about expressiveness and about respectability is what is masculinity, what is femininity, and what are the roles of both? And I think that like, especially because like I got into this big, 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 big argument with somebody because they were like, oh, well, as the masculine person, it is like, you know, you are easily influenced by, you know, female relationships. And, you know, so if you're a man, like you could become violent because like you saw how your mom was treated or like you saw how your mom interacted with people. And one of the things that like, you know, men often or people, the white, and let me, let me, let me get back to my, my very precise language. One of the things that the white imperialist patriarchy often assigns to femininity is like this fragility, you know, this, this very, very fragile nature that like it's easily broken. It is not something that is kept intact, you know, very easily when the real fragility is masculinity, right? Because like, okay, you see your mom in a bad relationship violence right uh you see you know divorce or you see tumultuous relationships violence uh you get rejected violence you know that you get you know you don't get what you want violence you feel powerlessness violence and the crazy thing is is that like you know while the 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 patriarchal powers the 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 system of patriarchy excuse me that says that you know femininity is overly emotional and 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 very fragile and like women just have a tough time keeping it together it's the same patriarchy that allows violence specifically violence against women to be the consequence of every single solitary part of masculinity you know oh men love too hard violent men don't love enough violent men love just enough violent you know what I'm saying? Every single solitary problem that, you know, or every single solitary issue that exists within masculinity, the consequence is violence against women. And this is what I be saying, y'all. Like, this is what I be saying. The white imperialist power, the right imperialist patriarchy has created a culture of misogyny that allows violence against women as a consequence, you know, to problems that patriarchy also created this y'all 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 you think you know the the culture of like you know emotionless flat you know empathy devoid men was created by women no men saw emotions as weakness they created the system that did not allow men to be empathetic that did not allow men to empathize with other men that was created by patriarchy. By who? Men. Oh, men can't cry. They're seen as weak. Who created that? Men. Oh, the only way, the only way men can be expressive is if we're angry or if we're hostile or if we're violent. Whose fault is that? Men's. Oh, 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 well, you know, now we have to be protectors and providers and we have to do this. Whose fault is that? Men's. And do men ever like think like, how can we break this down? How can we allow, you know, more balance and more, you know, emotional intelligence into this? No, they're just 
they just continue to be violent. And this, this is what I be talking about, y'all. All right, I'm going to get off of the white imperialist patriarchy because y'all always get on my ass because I talk about it all the time. But I want to leave you with this, right? Never. 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 Okay? Never. Never. Never trust a man. Okay? That's it. I, I, I really didn't have anything to say after that. Okay? Um, I, I'm just keeping it a buck. All right? Anything a man says, a lie. All right? I was, when I was, when I be scrolling through TikTok and I be seeing these girls make these takes, pandering to these men and the men be doing flips and tricks in the comments. Oh, this is a queen we should protect. This is a queen that I would, I would, I would, I would deflect a thousand bricks to protect. This is a queen. You drop this queen. If more than two men agree with me on a topic, I'm deleting it. If I fucking post something and two niggas comment, write the fuck down. They're like, yes, queen. What did I say, guys? What What did I do? Tell me. What did I say? It's coming down. It's, it's coming down. And let like 5, 10, 15, 20 men start agreeing with me. I'm entering the witness protection program. Never. Anytime men start agreeing with you. Oh yeah, this is a, finally a woman with some sense. You done said some bullshit, girl. <laughs> you done said some fucking nonsense. All right. Many, many. I posted a video today. I, I I posted a video today. It was up for ten minutes. Three niggas commented with the uh oh oh finally a queen that's speaking. Ooh, what was one of the comments? One of the comments was, oh, finally a queen that's not speaking nonsense. The second comment was like, um, I wish I could like something. I, I wish I could like this a thousand times. And then the third comment was just like the crown emoji. And they were all from men. And when I tell you that video came down so motherfucking fast, couldn't be me. I don't give a fuck what the take is. Uh, I, I know I done said some absolute motherfucking buffoonery. If it's too many men in the comments agreeing with me, y'all. So like I said, the words that I'm going to leave you with today, never trust a man. All right, because the thing is, is that like, when you look at the conundrum, that is, we're afraid of men. Men are afraid of men. So then it must be all men, right? Yeah. Never trust a man, y'all. All right. If it's what did T.S. Madison say? She said, You put your trust in a nickel. Okay. Kia motherfucking said that shit. You put your trust in a nickel. Y'all know the rest of the motherfucker saying, Okay. I, I, I'm not even going to finish it. But like I said, Y'all, y'all know what I stand on. Y'all know what I'm about. Y'all know what I believe in. Y'all know the content. So I trust that everybody that is a returning listener will know how to place all of the things that I said in context. And for anybody that doesn't know how to do so, read a fucking book, okay? Until next week, y'all. Until next week. Y'all know what the fuck it is. Stay black. And remember, yeah. You said it. <laughs> Peace out, y'all.